everybody it's super week you're listening to the common ground football podcast this is episode number seven welcome to the common ground football podcast here are your hosts brian mclaughlin and andrew guzman what's up everybody it's the common ground football podcast episode 007 it's very james bond on it you. is i like it do you like your martini shaken, not stirred? I call that a Vespa. Ah. Well, we're still here. We're still buttery smooth. Always. What I learned today is buttery smooth. You, you know, put butter in your coffee. It's great. The bulletproof drink. coffee, yes. huh? Yeah. Are we going to turn this into a food show? Possibly. Nice. We are going to need things to do in the off season. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about food and coffee and all Other. sorts of fun stuff <laughs> well and we'll find a way to relate it to football I'm always not, always circle back to football <clears throat> yeah i'm not sure how maybe that's what tom brady's eating tb12 and that's yeah that's what keeps him so healthy i don't like that guy um so it's super week we just had the pro bowl super bowl is coming up and uh we're gonna talk about it a little bit but first let's go around the room and introduce ourselves I'm who? Brian. What? I was going to say, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Well, I'm Brian McLaughlin. I'm a, a Seahawks fan. I'm Andrew Guzman. I'm the Cowboys fan. Yes, he is. Boo hiss. <laughs> uh, I see Josh is still here. Josh is back for another week. I'm so proud of him. Me too. It's not the easiest thing in the world to. You got to wrangle us. We're like cats. We are. Just everywhere. Yeah. We can't keep on a task. We're un, you know, not focused. I don't even know what's happening right now. Anyways, yeah. Quick reminder, just for everyone who is listening, we appreciate it very much. And as a reminder, we are on iTunes. That's a big step. It's a great step. It's a huge step. <laughs> um, Talk about. Please it some just more. remember to leave a rating, leave a comment, anything. It helps us out tremendously. And for those of you who have done it, we appreciate you very much. Uh, hopefully, one day your T-shirts will be in the mail. <laughs> um. You ready to get started? We're just going to jump right in. This is hopefully going to be a super fun, light episode. Yes, the Super Bowl is coming up, and we're going to talk about it, but, I mean, it's not our teams that are in it, I don't think. No, no absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but we're still going to you know, give some details and hopefully spread some... I don't actually have any knowledge, but I'm going to fake it. Fake it till you make it. Nice. Uh, did you watch the Pro Bowl? I did. I watched part of it. What about you? I tried. Um, actually, and I, I forgot. I didn't know that they weren't going to do the whole drafting. Yeah, I think you know, we, pick two captains. I, mean, I thought I always thought that was kind of fun, but I you know whatever. I think we said at the end of <clears throat> episode six. I think we both mentioned that that's what they were still going to do, and we were wrong. We were. I apologize. So wrong. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, it was okay. I. It's like I said last week. It's always fun, kind of watching the mixture of the you know the, the good players from the year on the same team. Kind of what you would do when you were playing Madden, you bring everybody in. But um, for me, I it was kind of cool because you know you had Mister, you know, twenty nine back there in the secondary, Earl Thomas. You had Demarcus Lawrence, you know, rushing. I mean, it was just it was something to maybe think about because that might I be think something you need that to could shut happen. Your filthy mouth. <laughs> We've talked and about And he did it. have a very you, interesting interview with Miss uh, Jane Slater talking about all of that. He had some very telling comments. 
I still am not going to read too far into them. I don't. We'll see once yeah, we're, April we're when the draft comes. Talking about that. holding out in January. Yeah. I mean, come on, Earl. And again, you can't have him. So you can keep dreaming. <laughs> um, I watched it. I'll never get that time back. <laughs> I, for, for you, let me let me ask you this. So for you, and I know that on Twitter you were kind of saying a little bit about uh, Wilson's accuracy and some of the drills. Yeah, I know it's it was crap. it's the Pro Bowl and it's supposed to be fun and lighthearted. But you know these they are competitive guys, and so, Wilson probably more than a lot of them. And exactly, and he kind of sucked. He okay, yeah, he sucked. <laughs> He's my um, boy, but he sucked. But. Not in the Pro Bowl itself, to, to, actually. He was, was gonna, okay. Well, I was going to say, but to see him in the Pro Bowl with a good offensive line. Still, he, actually, <laughs> I was laughing about the hoping that with him with a good offensive line, he'd look way better. Still, pocket was collapsing around him. <laughs> so even with <laughs> these Pro Bowl offensive linemen, he still wasn't uh, It wasn't going real well for him. Well, he had, I, I had to scramble a lot, but that's still an improvement over what he was dealing with. Right, and I was going to say, and as a Cowboys fan, I, I apologize that uh, he wasn't in there playing when Frederick was the center, and Zach Martin didn't play in this game, and Tyron Smith didn't play in this game. So you could have had three Dallas offensive linemen in front of him. So I'm sorry. It's all your fault, man. It was it was entertaining. I think what bugged me the most is, and this it, it's an All Star game, yeah. and and so All Star games in all sports aren't the best and i think once the game started and the the guys would they'd wrap a guy up and the whistle would blow immediately yeah so they, so they weren't allowed to tackle anybody weren't yeah. allowed to do anything and i understand that they're trying not to get anybody hurt and it was a plus that nobody got hurt but at the same time like part of the reason we watch football is you know that violence aspect the <laughs> tackling and they they weren't even letting some of these guys, Baldwin, like you said, yeah, Baldwin, Baldwin was going to score. Baldwin, he makes those moves on purpose, yeah, and they're part of his game. And they blew the whistle just because he was touched. Yeah. And last time I checked, who, it was not two hand. Well, touch I was going to say, who knows? Maybe that was a preview of what the NFL will look like in you know ten years. Yikes! Yeah. Well, does that mean that in 2020 we'll be watching the XFL instead? Because that oh. just moves us right along into nice transition. The giant, yeah, you like that? The giant football news of the week. Yeah, is so that. Vince McMahon came out and announced he's bringing back the XFL. That only he said it in 2001. It's <laughs> um, a good impression. I like that. <laughs> um, did you watch the XFL originally? No. No? They only made it one season, didn't it? Only one season. And I do remember vaguely, well, not vaguely, I do remember watching a couple of the games and I... At that time, you know, I was 11, you know, so 12. Young. Um, you know, and it was fun. But yeah, but it was very gimmicky then, wasn't it? It yes. was the cheerleaders. Uh, yeah, and it was the whole thing with the cheerleaders. What was the... Because I've been listening and, to all this stuff earlier. What, what did they do at the beginning of the game? There wasn't a coin flip. There was like a they, mad something. It, it was like... I, wasn't it like a dodgeball where you got to run to get the ball? Like, and it's like a... It's almost like the Oklahoma drill, basically. Jesus. And, um, no, there was, I mean, there was that you had the, the crazy names on the back of the jerseys, like he hate me and, and all of that <laughs> business. Um, I think what his plan is for this reboot is to, is to actually try to compete with the NFL and be a little bit more serious about it. It's, yeah. It sounds like the gimmicks are gone. Um, he wants it to actually be not a, a farm league for the NFL. He wants it to be a completely separate that's going to be so hard to do that, uh, though. Well, yeah, because what do you do? Like, let's say somebody starts 
performing really well and shines, mm-hmm. and now they want to go to the NFL because they got teams wanting them. Yeah. And he actually said that there's going he doesn't know what the rules are going to be yet for that. So they're still talking about that. He's going to be the sole funding source for the whole league. Um, eight teams, ten week schedule. It's going to start in 2020. 2020. Yeah. He uh, he wants faster games, which and uh, faster as in the time it's on TV. He wants it to be like two hour games. Yeah. I don't actually have a problem with the length of NFL games. Necess- like regular season games right now, they're you know three hours. I'm a baseball guy, so three hours to me is short. <laughs> that's a blowout. <laughs> that's that's like quick. Um, he definitely doesn't. One of his big things that he he said in his press conferences is this is not going to be a league where you can um, let it, let the whole world know your political views views mm-hmm. during the game. So if you want to kneel for the anthem, you're going to do that on your own time. And not during the game. So, um, and then the the one that made me laugh was that if you're going to have a criminal record, you can't play in his league. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Menzel so, <laughs> tweeted at him like immediately after the announcements. He was like hashtag uh, XFL2020, and then or, shortly after that, it was um, yeah, no, even if you have a DUI, you cannot play. Yeah. But yeah, who's see who's the big name? Who's the marquee name they're going to get to Tebow. sell this? Tebow. You think so? Oh, Tebow's coming. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the rebirth. The resurrection of Tebow. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, will you watch this? I'll give it a shot. For me, just as a you know, and you, just as a sports fan, it'll be fun. You know, NFL season will be over. In, you know, twenty twenty, and then we'll go right into the XFL. It'll be cool. Um, right. I wonder though. Does it say? Did he say? Is it going to be like Sunday games? Is it going to be like he, he a Tuesday? He didn't say. I don't think um, schedule wise what it was what days they were going to be only thing he mentioned was that the which i kind of like the contracts are gonna be 40 man rosters and the, everyone's contract will be the same which is kind of what they did the first time i guess um and the players will make more for winning so kind of you know just Incentive like just based. like yeah just like normal capitalism type that's what he wants so yeah. you make more for for winning and then, but, but, but he wants it to be a 52 week job because he wants the players to get involved in their community, which is, which is which smart. Is cool. But as far as the, you know, the, the being incentivized as far as pay goes for winning, I mean, that kind of goes on in the NFL a little bit now with, you know, bonuses, but, um, don't you, don't you think that might lend a little bit more of the, there's going to be the one team that is the draw for everyone. And it's just going to be out of eight teams. There's going to be one that just crushes the other seven. And it's just even if they all have the same salaries, like I mean, that kind of levels the playing field out a little bit. Plus, he's owning all. I mean, they're all league owned. I don't know. It's 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 intriguing. It's in, it's it's provocative. Yes, gets the people talking. I'll I'll probably watch it just because it's going to be so much like regular football and not like. Our other alternatives have always been like arena football, which I can't stand. And <laughs> and unfortunately, we had a failed arena football team here locally. We sure did. We won't, I we forgot about that. that. Yeah, God, the, it the was venom. terrible. Which, uh, and, and actually, on this list, I was kind of surprised. Um, so eight teams. Was there? Was Oregon in there? Was Portland one of them? They haven't announced any cities. They want medium to large size markets. Okay. Because um, I thought they had announced... Um, the states, at least, I think Oregon might have been one that was listed. I know Texas for sure was listed, but um, 
I don't know. I was surprised to see. Well, we don't know for sure yet, but I don't know if the like if Seattle's going to get a team or Spokane. Maybe we'll see. I don't think they wanted to go super small market like Spokane. I think they, they the release I read was medium sized to which would be Seattle, and then large markets. Maybe you get one in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tony Romo. He's a, he's in the booth. Is that where he's going to yep. stay? He's going to stay in the booth. Tim Tebow's going to be the savior. See what I did? <laughs> that's number two <laughs> all right um moving right along super bowl's coming up super bowl sunday the longest i mean people want to talk about long games that's a long it's a long game much longer halftime okay pre the super bowl show before the show starts you know at 6 a.m oh, and goes goes all day long which i mean you know it's fun it's a party but when your team is not the one that's playing it just sucks and it's annoying well one of the biggest things on super bowl sunday for us fans that uh can't be there because it's expensive it is expensive super bowl parties it's a big deal are you a fan of those if they're the right kind of party, I like I, I like them. You're you're hosting one this year. I am. You will be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. You a fan? I've never really been a big. Is that because in your adult life, your team has never been in a Super Bowl, or that's that's one of them? Okay, but on the even if they were, <laughs> you know, okay, you throw a party, especially up here in Washington, or at least where we're at. And our, you know, friends and family and everything, there's not going to be a lot of Cowboy fans there. There's more Cowboy fans in this valley than you think. No, I know that, but I'm not friends it's with disgusting. all of them. I'm not You're friends not friends? You guys don't have, like, groups? And and, and, and <laughs> I'll just meetings? go on a... <laughs> no, we don't have little little <laughs> meetings. But I will say, it does drive me crazy. And I'm that fan, but I, it does drive me crazy when I see someone wearing a Cowboy's hat or or just something paraphernalia wise and i'll strike up a conversation with them and i'll ask them something about our left tackle or something and, and they, they have no clue they don't know who that and it's like oh, man and i know that that's every fan base period but for me that just drives me crazy plenty of seahawk fans get made fun of for not knowing anything about the team prior to 2012 so i know where you're coming from on that i mean you ask fans about steve largent they you know they don't know who it is who? kurt kurt warner they don't who? know who that is Cortez Kennedy, they don't know who that is. Tez? So, but no, that's every fan base. But anyways, um, back to Super Bowl parties. It's I, I always in the regular season, I always like watching games, and it's pretty intense and just. Well, it's your team. You, you know, you get moments of you know cheering and yelling, and then you get moments of being sad and all that business. But I don't know. It's it's really hard for me to watch football games when I'm watching the Cowboys with other people. I totally get that. But see, that's what I like about Super Bowl parties is unless you're the Patriots, your team is not always going to be there. <laughs> and he just wins. And he just, ugh, we'll save that. Um, I just like camaraderie and I like get togethers and, and I like good food and a good drink and tasty beer. Yeah. And so they're a bowl of chili, a bowl of chili. <laughs> So they're fun to to do, and they're less stressful when they're not your team. We hosted a Super Bowl party for Super Bowl Forty Eight, 
And that was great because they won the Seahawks. The next year. That wasn't a game. It was a fantastic game. That wasn't a game. When and that and because <laughs> we were talking about going to Super Bowl, so one of my um my best friend's dad, he actually went to New York and watched that game and was just lucky. Was in bliss. Um and he actually I think he went to the Pittsburgh game also in two thousand five. Yeah. Um well he got that, screwed. but that was in Detroit though, right? Yes. Yeah. Ford Field. But no, he um yeah, he said it was just the time of his life. But anywho. Um. Yeah. So then the next year, I got to experience both. Great party. We won. <laughs> then had a buddy, Chris. If you're listening, you hosted a great party, but they lost, and it was that heartbreaking loss by that damn Tom Brady. That was awful, but it wasn't in my house, <laughs> so <laughs> so we could leave. And but at the same time, you know, you had to take a day off of work like the next day because you were so depressed. So they can be if they're your team and your team is not the one that comes out on top. You're you're as emotional as I am when it comes to watching your team. So I totally get the when you know, not really wanting to have anybody around. Mm-hmm. And I expect that to be kind of what you're like when Philly beats um, <laughs> New England. <laughs> so you're just gonna be. We talked about this last week. You're gonna be huddled in a corner. With your cowboy blankie. We'll ta- don't my, worry, folks. We will take pictures and I will post them. My rowdy uh, pillow pet. Nice. <laughs> Do you have a Snuggie? Nope. No. Gift idea. Yep. Uh, Super Bowl party food. What's Just, your go-to? What's my go-to? Yeah. I like any kind of appetizer food. When I go to a football party, I don't want a burger. Really? That's I what I was going to say. I don't want a love, hot dog. I no, I don't, want, oh, I don't want a big meal i want like a bunch of you know why because uh, you stuff your face with a burger and then you just shut up and watch the game <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're gonna do to us on sunday yep, man? i'm gonna give you a giant burger uh, and then tell us can, all to shut up and eat it and just shut up and watch the game <laughs> no um i like i just like a bunch of appetizers i want to be able to just you take a plate you walk through, you're like, oh, I'll have a couple meatballs, I'll have, you know, a couple of this, a couple of that, you know, like I like like different, you know, chips and dip, like, mm-hmm. or like a spinach artichoke dip. Yes, I'm a foodie. I, I don't need just a plain salsa. Give me some, something fancy. Um, I don't want the, the big meal and I can't stand. Yes, I, I don't, I'm weird. I don't want messy food. I don't want ribs. I don't want anything like that. That is like, you got to sit there and you got to, do you have uh, moist towelettes like i don't want <laughs> would you want, rather have an apple yeah i don't want well you know they're sliced i don't want to have to slice them <laughs> but um like you could do like okay so like we did slider burgers so if you want you know burger i'll do burgers but they got to be like you know mini burgers or mini you know pulled pork sandwiches or <laughs> or uh i've been to parties where they'll literally order a gigantic sub sandwich and that's good what about pizza and uh you know, pizza is okay if it's really good pizza because you can, you know, that's finger food. And as long as, again, it's not messy. It's not messy. No, the. What's your um, go to besides the burger, obviously? Yeah, I gave a burger. No, actually, during most games, I really don't want to eat. But as far as Super Bowl goes, I would be perfectly fine with just some chips and a beer. Well, you got to have beer. Yeah. Is bourbon okay? Am I allowed to drink bourbon or is it just beer? 
I'll be honest with me. If you I can, if I'm only allowed to drink beer at your house, I get it. You can have whatever you want. Well, that's nice. As long as, I like you're, that. Not, as, long as you're not drinking and driving. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Wine cooler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, and absolutely not. And I I wrote this down. I don't want to see a veggie tray anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no vegetables. No ve- no. Well, you can, I mean. Yeah, no veg trays. So you can't have your veg- vegetables. Vegetables, you can't be healthy. It's Super Bowl. Eat them before you come. Yeah, <laughs> leave your veggies <laughs> at the door, people. <clears throat> you want to preview the Super Bowl a little bit? Part two. It's this. We did yeah. a little bit last week. I yeah, know. like I said last week, we we have one week. After the NFC and AFC championship games, and then we have this week this or is, last week where there's week nothing, is, and then we'll talk about it again next week after we'll whoever recap it wins. After Eagles win, yeah. Um, this week you talked about the game being long. This week in general is a long week. Yeah, it's a hard week to listen to sports talk radio, which I do every day. It's a hard week to just. I mean, this the entire sports world is taken over by the Super Bowl. Did you see that Radio Row this year is in the Mall of America yep. in the food court? Yep. So, uh, <laughs> actually, the Dallas guys I listened to, 105.3 The Fan, they, uh, were, Shout out. they were live streaming and, you know, just walking around the Mall of America. And it's just, you know, it's just a zoo. <laughs> and just an absolute zoo. It's, it's another one of those, uh, you pick a cold weather city. I look at the Super Bowl as it should be a party. It should be in a warm weather city. Even as much as I would love to have Seattle host one, Boo, it's never yes. it's never going to happen. And it, it's not a everything has to be indoors. So they're having to do Radio Row in the Mall of America, <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, do it somewhere warm where people can go and party. Because what are they supposed to do now? If you're if you're a fan, you go up, spend the whole week up there, and you want to party. Mm-hmm. What do you What are you supposed unless, to do? Unless you're a Philly fan, because you can't get a hotel and you can't get any reservations. I heard to that. any restaurants, <laughs> and you can't get an Uber anywhere. So right, but weren't they doing that same thing to Minnesota? I don't remember. That's the rumor on the street. It's Philly. They can go to you know. What? That's called karma. You need to calm down, sir. I know, I'm getting worked <laughs> up. But no, how far away is um, the Mall of, Mall of America from uh, Minnesota's? I have no CM? idea. But see, even for like the the New York game for Super Bowl forty eight, you know that stadium is in New Jersey, across the river, mm-hmm. and all the festivities and the media day and all that stuff was back in Manhattan. So I mean, they split it up a little bit. I'm not sure how far away the Mall of America is. Somebody out there, let us know. Now I know this is going to hurt for you, okay? But I, I need to just dig deep. Forget that you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Forget why you're doing this show. Forget why you're doing this show altogether. What do the Eagles have to do to actually stop Tom Brady? No, let's say it's stop New England. Stop Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, or New England, I guess, if you want to go that far. But Tom Brady is the Patriots. The Patriots are Tom Brady. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um what do they actually have to do to win this game? I have some ideas, but I want to hear from you first because you hate the Eagles so much. Well, on defense, they Schwartz likes to blitz, and they need to be careful to blitz because you blitz Tom Brady all day long. Unless you're getting home, he's going to just – he'll march right down the field. 
he's been doing it a long time. He knows what he's doing. He'll step up in the pocket and he'll hit. Well, if, if Gronk plays, he'll hit Gronk or, you know, hit Hogan or Edelman. So Philly really needs to be careful with blitzing. Um, on the offensive side, they probably need to. New England struggled with the, their rush defense all year long. They've Once they've gotten to the playoffs, they've kind of shorted up a little bit. But I think if Philly can get the ball running with Ajayi and Blunt, um, New England's going to have a hard time stopping them. And Philly can put up points pretty quick. I mean, they do have a couple weapons that can get down the field. Um, and, you know, originally we thought Foles wasn't going to do too well, but he's played fantastic in the playoffs. So... You know, you got to give it to him. He can, you know, he can put up points pretty quick. Number one thing. And now I feel sick and nauseous. Just talking about it? Yeah. But you did so well. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> the number one thing that has to happen for the Eagles, Eagles, for them to win this game, um, they have to score. Score again. Score some more. And then keep scoring. <laughs> over and over and over again and then like we talked about last week jacksonville screwed up took their foot off the gas Mm -hmm. if the eagles can get themselves a decent lead or any lead you have to keep going don't play any prevent don't try and run out any clock continue to put space between you and tom brady yep that's number one. I agree on the defense, the defensive line. Brady, Brady's very like particular. He's he gets in a rhythm. He likes those quick, short passes. Mm-hmm. But Philly's got a really good defensive line. You yeah. got Fletcher Cox. You got Brandon Graham. You got Derek Barnett, Chris Long, um, Tim Jernigan. Vinny Curry. No, they they do have a very good rotation on that defensive line. So if they can disrupt, you don't have to necessarily blitz every play, but just get back there and get him uncomfortable. You have to kind of play that little that little game of getting to him, but not also letting him adjust because they love to run those quick, you know, quick passes. Throw it quick to Gronk. You know, and that that's how he ends up tearing you up. So um Jacksonville did that that first half. They had they were getting all sorts of pressure on him and knocking him down. Mm-hmm. And then they made their backwards adjustments and look what happened. Yep. So um and then Nick Foles, he's gotta show up. He absolutely has to show up because you don't what what Nick Foles are you gonna get? I I you know, originally, like and like I said earlier, I thought once Wentz went down and he came in, he finished the first game and then struggled against um, – well, he struggled against Dallas. Yeah. But, yeah, since the playoffs started, he's – I mean, the game against um, Atlanta and then last week against Minnesota, I mean, he's he has played pretty fantastic. You know what I think has helped him is the, the luck in – the Eagles actually getting that number one seed. So he got an extra week mm-hmm. to work with Peterson and the offense before the game, you know, for our last week's game championship game. Yep. And then he gets the, you know, the extra week now to work some more with that offense. So he, 
it kind of timed out perfectly for him to get into a rhythm with this offense. And I think that works to his advantage. And I, I, I believe we see the good Nick Foles show up. And if that happens, It'd be a good game. It should be a really good. I, and I, and it's, it hurts to say it, but all credit goes to the to Philly's coaching staff. I mean, they've they've kept it going. Well, with Wentz, you had an offense that Wentz had the legs, so he's he's one of the mobile quarterbacks that if things broke down, he could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foles is not that guy. So with Foles, you're going to see a lot of you know run pass option, mm-hmm. a lot of RPO, and I think that's the the offense that they've built around him. And it should, it should work. New England's weakness, like we've talked about before, is their defense. Um, so I expect to see a lot of the the RPO bubble screen game and that type of stuff. And I hate bubble screens. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> they just never worked in Seattle. Um, and then the other, only other thing that it, um, I just kind of I thought about: you can't give New England a short field. No. So no. the so the field position game is going to come into play. And so the kickers of all people, uh, it's going to be on them because if defense gets a stop for new England, your punter, it's got to pin them because if you give Brady a short field, he's going to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And I hope that happens. Well, I'm glad that you agree with that's what's, you know, could happen before we preview the Patriots. Cause they're in this game. Shocking halftime. Halftime. We'll take a little halftime break. Do you enjoy halftime shows? Depending on who is <laughs> performing in them, I do. What do you think? I mean, well, I was going to say, depending on who's playing. That's, yeah. Because I mean, you would care. But, anyways, um, <laughs> some of them are good, some of them are bad. Sometimes it just feels like. You were just taken out of the game for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, however long it is. And it's sometimes it does get pretty old pretty quick. What is if you we, we talked about we went through there's a CBS Sports did a great job and actually ranked worst to first all 51 performances in the Super Bowl so far. I'm excited for Timberlake making his return 14 years later from the famous wardrobe malfunction. With Janet Jackson. Did you watch that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that yeah. vividly. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> DVR. Uh, yeah, I think that's still some file somewhere. <laughs> um, Do you have a favorite? Even though, so I, and it's not my favorite, but one one of my favorites is Prince. Prince was awesome. 2007. I do, I do remember that one. Ranked but, number one by CBS Sports, by the way. But I've, I've watched other halftime shows you know they're on they're on youtube you can watch them but watching michael jackson in la when dallas was playing in their first super bowl in, in the, the 90s it was a pretty awesome halftime show 1993 i mean it's la it's if you grew up in the 1990s you probably remember exactly where you were on january 31st 1993 <laughs> that's literally what it says so you had see michael jackson was the halftime show um it was a great show. It was in L.A. It was packed. You had, you know, Buffalo, who was at that time, you know, they were already a great team. And then you had the the young uh, Cowboys who had just beaten San Francisco. And I think that was the Super Bowl that Whitney Houston sang the national anthem. I Possibly. think. 
I don't remember for sure. Tweet it at me. Um, James Earl Jones voice pipes through the stadium speakers. Oh, yeah, so awesome. Uh, that yeah, that was my favorite, and I remember it. I mean, that's ninety three. I was nine years old. Nine. I was nine. But I remember it. I was a huge Michael Jackson fan as a kid, and um, that was a f- that was a great show. And those are the kind of Super Bowl shows I miss because I'm sorry, Beyonce. I don't care when you're in the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> I, I just I don't. Sorry, you too. She's ranked number three. Yeah, and you too, who is ranked? Um, where were they? Oh, number six, two thousand two. You too. Uh, no, thank you. Meow, yeah, I just don't like that. Yeah, that's... Uh, Number five, though, is the famous wardrobe malfunction. So, um, And then, of course, they thought the worst one ever, number 51, who they say. Number 51 was from 2016, so just two Super Bowls ago. <laughs> Coldplay, Bruno Mars, oh, and Beyonce. Was that, uh, was that Denver, Carolina? Yes. So... Just because we were, you know, we were obviously talking about Super Bowls, but that game, that was a late Super Bowl. That one was, wasn't that on like the seventh or the eighth? Seventh. That was on the seventh. So, um, our son was born the sixth. Yep. And then we got to go home the seventh, the late, you know, late on the seventh. And the game was on, but I mean, we, obviously didn't even pay attention to it but it was just that that is the first thing that i remember when we brought our son home was he you know he's just sitting on the couch with us and he was you know every once in a while he opened his eye and look at the game but that's the one thing i remember about super bowl so you 50, don't you don't remember that 49 50. you don't you don't that's 50 you don't remember that the the show you just that's <laughs> well that I was did. that was the that was the famous uh we still on the internet live off of the memes of Beyonce's facial expressions yeah. and everything else were from that one. Black Eyed Peas are number 50, 2011. That was a bad show. And that was so bad. And then my favorite thing that they did is 49 through 24 is everything before Michael Jackson. So 1967 <laughs> to 1992. So I'm excited for Justin this year. I, I think it'll be a good show. Um, Will Jan- uh, will Janet make an appearance? No, but I did hear that actually isn't Stapleton going to make an appearance? Ooh, is he? That wouldn't shock me because they have a really good song together. Chris Stapleton's pretty awesome. He is the man. But now halftime's over. It was really long, <laughs> <laughs> much longer than a regular season. It's strange. Let me ask you, Brian. What do the Patriots have to do to stop Philly in this game? What are your thoughts? Because uh, you made me answer for I know Philly, you did. So I'm going to make you answer for New England. I'm prepared. It's okay. It, it, I, uh, ugh, excuse sure. me. Let me. Um, I'm better. Okay. Um, a couple things. Turnovers. Patriots have a humongous advantage when they win the turnover battle. Like a ridiculous winning percentage when they're even just plus one on the um, turnover ratio. Their offensive line, are they going to be up to the challenge against that crazy defensive line of Philadelphia that we already talked about and give Brady enough time? And only it's just a split second of enough time to make those quick throws, um, allow Tom to actually stay in the pocket and stay in rhythm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I said their defense has to play absolutely lights out because I expect Foles to have a good game. I expect that offense to perform well. So New England's weakness, that defense, has to step up and, I mean, obviously play the game of their life and the biggest game of their life. So, um, And then keep it close because if it's a 10-point game in the fourth quarter, New England's down by 10, <laughs> I mean – What's going to happen? Yeah. We all know what's going to happen. So I feel like the Patriots love how to, they know how to do it and they absolutely love doing it. And that's play the mind games. Oh yeah. With the other team, they make teams like Jacksonville go into halftime and make the wrong adjustments. We feel good. Yeah. Let's not change anything. Yeah. And nope. And Philly cannot fall into those traps, but new England, because they're so good at it. Absolutely. They got to keep going with that game plan and getting the other team to make the mistakes that end up benefiting them and helping them out. And they're 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 masters at those mind games, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I. What do you think needs to happen? They need to win. They need to score more <laughs> points than than Philly. No, um, that's a great analysis. Thank you. Yep, that's really it. Let's move on. No, no. I. <laughs> New England just. They just got to stick to their game plan. They just do what they do. It's, I mean, it's really as simple as that. They, all they do is win. All they do is win. Win. Do your job. And that, and that is all they do. They just, everyone just does their job. Yeah. They put together a game plan and they execute it. And that's, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. I really hate it. <laughs> and I will say no more. <laughs> All right, um, geez, that went quick. Before uh, before we wrap it up, we're gonna talk again about iTunes real quick. Everyone's support has been fantastic, and we're so appreciative. Really are appreciative, appreciative. Um, but we really, 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 really need the subscriber numbers to get pick up, and and honestly, the biggest thing is just reviews. Reviews and stars. So so if you've listened to any of our episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, anywhere, it doesn't matter necessarily where you do it, um, but but a, a review would be nice. Even if it's, you know, a review that kind of gives us some, you know, hints on how to do better. <laughs> you guys talk about food too much. You guys talk- <laughs> <laughs> um, any review is a is a review in in the iTunes world. And will help us climb up and get where we want to be. We have a goal. We want to get into the new and noteworthy section. And to do that, you have to get as many subscribers as possible, as many downloads as possible, and then ratings and reviews. So please, if you haven't already, go rate it, go review it, and of course, download it, subscribe. That whole works. It's always buttery smooth. <laughs> we try anyway, at least. I, and I think we, you know, we do a good job. You're great. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also before we close this out later this week, we're going to have another episode. We're doing two this week. You get double. Wow. Cause it's super weak, super weak. So we're going to do our first ever special episode. You can't see it right now. I'm doing the air quotes <laughs> special episode. Um, so be looking for that. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully I think it will be as always. You can, Hit us up on social media. Uh, we're everywhere, literally. Uh, except for Instagram. 
Not yet, anyway. Which I did hear. I did hear from a very good source. Ooh, that Instagram is a very good one to be on. You heard from a good source? Yeah, we should probably look into that. But you can find us on Twitter. The podcast page is at Common Ground FBP, and myself, Andrew. I'm at Andrew Guzman CGP. Brian, you're on Twitter. I am at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan. W E N S E A Sports Fan. Um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash common ground football podcast. If you're ever needing a link to get to our podcast, check out Facebook and Twitter. We put them on there all the time. And some exciting news. Actually, we are, we've always been on, well, we've been on TuneIn, but now you can walk past your echo or your Alexa and just say, play common ground football podcast and it'll start playing. We are finally in the, in the directory. So it comes right up and it's awesome. That was a great text to get from you the other day. It's fantastic. So, um, and then as always, if you don't have any of those fancy apps and you just want to listen to us, you can go to the website, um, commongroundfootballpodcast.com, and all of the episodes are available there as well. And then we're proudly part of the Blueberry Podcast Network. Blueberry. Blueberry. It's a good fruit. Oh, too much food. Are you ready to close this thing out? Close it close it so we're not going to do any picks or anything in the special episode so you have to pick your super bowl 52 winner and score right now okay new england will win they will win their sixth super bowl gross um literally actually makes me like i'm gonna say new england let's go let's go with a just a fan let's give what the people want let's do like a 42 to 35 Ooh, I thought you would go closer than that because, you know, Eagles will be ahead by 10 points in the, four, in the fourth quarter starts. <laughs> and Tom will lead them back and they'll win by like two. 42-35. That's what I'm saying. A high-scoring one. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would have thought that Seattle's first one would have been, what, 52-4 to four or whatever it was? Well, it's not at all what it was. It was 43-8. to eight. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the 52 just pops in my head because we we're talking about the 93 super bowl or that this is super bowl 52 maybe that too oh god i just don't see tom brady being able to score 42 points against the eagles uh well, who saw tom brady back in the super bowl yet again everybody <laughs> except you no i that's the thing is i i absolutely saw him back in and it hurt my feelings every day <laughs> what's your prediction brian uh the patriots are going to lose oh so the Eagles are going to beat them, and I. <laughs> you okay? Yep. Uh, and I seriously will be taking pictures of Andrew in the corner with his blankie as they're raising the trophy. Will you even be in the room, or will you want to even stay in the room for that? Oh, I'll be in the room. <laughs> and oh no, no, go ahead and finish. Okay, um, I'm going to flip it, and I'm going to say forty. Five to twenty. Ooh, oh, a blowout! Because, like I said, they have to score and score and score and score and score <laughs> and keep scoring and never look back and just go. Does a total? They'll blowout. even score a touchdown. Their last touchdown will be scored with less than a minute left. Oh, and it'll be you know Belichick on the sidelines, like looking like, "Why'd you do that?" And Peterson going, Haha, "Yeah, that's why we we're we're still scared." <laughs> Um, no, I was just going to just throw this out there. If you're a Cowboys fan, there is no reason why you should root for Philly whatsoever. I see it out there and it just 
just drives me crazy. That's that's no. Do not root for Philly. If you're a Seahawks fan listening to this podcast, <laughs> there is absolutely no reason for you to be rooting for Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. None. Hot take. You see how that works? So once again, it's just this crazy. This is weird web. Weird everything together. It's really interesting. Uh, and lastly, and that's the common ground. That we nicely done. Finally, we think about prop bets because that's the other fun thing with Super Bowls. Yeah, actually, those are fun. Have you looked at any of them yet? I have seen a couple. The one you were telling me about was, um, oh, what was the one you mentioned earlier? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, here's a couple. This is these, these are the ten um, strangest ones. What color will Pink's hair be when she starts to sing the national anthem? Pink. <laughs> Seven to four odds. <laughs> oh, on Pink. Um, will Pink be airborne at any point during her singing of the national anthem? No. Really? Because that's her thing. No. It's indoors, man. I think she'll be way up there. Number of tweets by President Donald Trump during the game. Over under is five. Zero. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Zero. What color? And it's sad that that's a prop bet, but anyways. But, but that's the world we live in. Uh, what color will Bill Belichick's shirt be at kickoff? Uh, gray. Ooh, three to two on that one. Three to two odds. Um, this is fun. Will former Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb's vomiting incident from Super Bowl 39 be mentioned during the TV broadcast? No. Ooh. Will Justin? He's a sensitive subject. We, they will not bring. They him won't up. bring him up. Yeah. Will Justin Timberlake cover a Prince song during halftime? Ooh. Prince with Prince leaving us. Yes, and, in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. There's gonna be something. Something. There'll be some sort of he tribute. Will, yeah. Interesting. This one. How many times will wardrobe malfunction be mentioned during the TV broadcast? That's from kickoff to final whistle, but not including halftime. Seven. Under a one and a half times is two to five. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and then who will Super Bowl MVP mention first in their speech? Teammates, God, city, coach, owner, family, or none of the above? Mm, <laughs> depends on who wins. It really depends on who wins. Um, it'll be Tom Brady anyway. So, um, even if they lose, still somehow they'll give it to Tom Brady because that's how it works. So, <laughs> <laughs> which number will be higher, the kickoff temperature in Minnesota <laughs> or the total points scored in the first quarter? It was Ooh. it was it was like minus two. Yeah, there today. Um, points scored in the first quarter. Yeah, and then which number will be higher, the points scored by the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Or the points and assists recorded by Boston Celtics guard Kyrie Irving versus Portland. <laughs> I don't even know why. That one got in the strange ones. Not even sure. Well, we'll go with, let me go with Kyrie. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Well, one of these days we'll be talking about a Super Bowl that uh, one of our teams is in. Until then, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.